Hi, my name is Tom Reardon from Sugar Free, and welcome to the Cooking is Present. Today, I'm excited to be sitting with John Baranello, Vice President of Digital Transformation at Merkle Cardinal Path. John previously was Director of Marketing Analytics at Allstate, as well as Director of Marketing and Customer Analytics at Walgreens. John, before we get started, would you mind telling the audience a little bit more about what you do in your current role at Merkle Cardinal Path? Sure thing. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for uh, inviting me here today. I look forward to this conversation. Uh, so I, uh, as, you, as you mentioned, I am the Vice President of Digital Transformation at Merkle Cardinal Path. Uh, Merkle Cardinal Path is a consultancy. It's part of Merkle, uh, where we are... Um, uh, we're a fo- we have a focus on data and analytics uh, technology and consulting practice practices. Uh, work really, really closely with many uh, technology, ad tech, martech platforms. And specifically what we focus on a lot is, uh, is our partnership with Google and going really deep into the Google stack. But we work with many of the other partners as well. And uh, what my practice is for, for that group is really helping organizations um, map out everything that's happening today and what that implication is going to be for them in the future as we all are navigating what's going on right now. Awesome. Thank you, John. I super appreciate you making time to chat with us. Um, I think leading digital transformation, you're a perfect person to um, cover some of the topics that our audience is interested in about. So for our chat today, we're going to cover a few topics related to advertising in today's changing digital identity landscape. Our goal is simply to share with our audience some honest thoughts about topics that many of them are dealing with themselves. That sounds great. Excellent. Thanks. Um, So to start, let's talk from a human angle and talk about personal data privacy. As a consumer, are you the type of person who's happy to exchange data with brands for marketing purposes? Or are you someone who's more defensive over your personal information, kind of taking a step back from your day job for a minute? Totally, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I love this question because I think uh, my ans- my preference towards it has changed over time. Uh, I think earlier on uh, in my career, when uh, I was really, really engaged in focusing on how ad tech works specifically, I was all in. Uh, I wanted I wanted to see if marketers could really do well with the data I was providing for them, knowing, just thinking about what they would do with this information. I was giving any behavioral signals or any. You know, any of my personal information and whatnot. As time's gone on, though, I think I've gotten a little more, uh, a little more cautious with that, and uh, I'm a little more selective in when I when I'm giving that giving that information up. Um, and I think it's just because number one, I, I have a better appreciation and understanding of what's of what's going on, like how my data could be utilized, uh, and I want to I want to be purposeful when I'm when I'm offer, when I'm you know giving that information away, uh, and also with I have, I have three kids as well, and I'm trying to get them to understand those trade-offs to mm. like one's the right time to do this, one's not the right time to do this. But I will say I am a, uh, certainly a sucker for a really well-placed Instagram ad. Uh, they, I think, I think some, of those product, some of those organizations know me really, really well. I get really interested in some of those items. But usually everything else, I'm kind of cautious right now about what, what, what I do, what I, uh, what I give away versus what I don't. Sure. So Instagram being one of the places you feel the flow of information is, or the flow of your data is worth the value exchange for what you get back from advertisers. What What are some of the other indicators you look for? You mentioned there's some some brands you might be happy to share your data with, or some instances. Um, so one might be the platform that you're using. What What are other times where you feel like it it might be appropriate? Uh, I think it's appropriate, like. If it's a brand or an exp- like if you're bought in on the brand and you're bought in on the experience and you know 
yeah, you're going to move forward with this. Um, I, I think I, I think what I get a little caught off by is um, as a consumer, I get caught off by uh, you know when brands are just about when they, when they when they're signaling that they just want to capture your data because I know I know why they just want to capture your data first versus give me a moment to understand what the product offering is going to be and what I'm getting myself into before I give all my info. I think sometimes that experience is is a little backwards. I think I'd be more likely to give that info if I'll say evaluate a new online service or a you know platform or, or whatever the case is. And I want to I want to understand what the pricing tiers are, what the value is going to be for those services. I want to I want to experience that first before I give all the information away. <laughs> uh, right. Sure. So, but unless it's something I'm I'm pretty confident on that it, it makes sense, I'm gonna you know we're gonna move forward with and in that regard, then generally the loose, but it's interesting. I think over the time I've gotten a little bit more conservative with just how, um, you know, just, just how I, you know, um, how open I am with my own personal information. Right. Sure. But if the, if the, the company asking for your information is clear and purposeful with how they might use it, you understand that you, you think that it's, it's worth the exchange. And when you're coaching your, you mentioned your kids, um, on how and, and your family on how to think about um, giving away their information. Um, same thing. You're, you're probably you're probably just kind of teaching them situationally. There might be times where this payoff is worth it, and other times you need to be more defensive. Does that, does that sound right? Yeah, like for instance, you know, my daughter wants to download all these apps all the time, and I'm the one looking at all the privacy, like all the uh, uh, all the T's and C's. And, and going, okay, this, this sounds okay. Or no, 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 we're not going to do this. One. Right. Cause I know about, I, you know, I know what they're trying to accomplish here. No, we're, forget it. Yeah. So it's funny, given the fact where I am, you know, my, my understanding of the ecosystem, how all this works. Um, I try to do good by that with my family and, and myself, but it's, it's funny when I start to do that because my family's like, come on. Yeah, let's just. You're the, you're the specialist for reading the terms. Yeah. 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 No, no one ever wants to hear about what I talk about at the dinner table. Because right. it, it might mean they're not going to get the app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. No, that's great. All right. So moving beyond the dinner table and, and more into your day job, then um, let's talk about any short-term impact that you've seen at Merkle Cardinal Path to the, the changes in the digital identity landscape. Um, you think of third-party cookie loss, mobile ID loss, are the products that you sell or services that you bring to market at MCP that have been impacted um, or, or have changed as a result of uh, what we've seen? Yeah, so that's specifically the work that but my group does is help organizations understand which one of the platforms that they're using today are going to be impacted or are currently impacted or going to be impacted, number one. And then number two, laying out all the different options that we may or may not have together to like to, to progress through um, the evolution that they're, they're going to need to go through. So the topic about data deprecation, privacy, identity, Activation and targeting, and all the fun uh, subcomponents that go into that um, is that—that's that, our bread and butter day day to day in the trenches, working with clients to to figure all that out. Uh, and it's um, part of it is the technology aspects. Another part of it is the disciplines, the measurement. You know, how you need to think about measurement. How you need to think about um, how to position these these changes coming at us as we're you know, where are the opportunities for us to make advances moving forward um, for the clients to make opportunities moving forward versus where, okay, you need to rethink everything we're doing now, because if we keep operating like this, we're going to be probably in a more, you know, at a, at a higher risk position 
um, as this continues to progress over the next year or so. Right. Okay. So the, the story is still unfolding. Your team provides an ongoing service of, of helping advertisers continue to navigate this. A, a few of the pieces you mentioned, targeting and measurement, does either pop more than another from an advertising perspective is places where you've seen big changes to what you do? So I, I, we certainly have, uh, we ensure that we bring both of those topics along for the ride because they, they're, they're going to have to work together. Um, sure. And so they'll break it down a little bit, you know, bring it down just one step further, you know, thinking about what addressable targeting looks like in, in two years from now uh, would, would look a lot different from what, what, uh, what probably what a, a normal district, normal media mix would be for an advertiser today. There's more, there'll be more of a first party data activation, more utilizing data clean rooms, more, um, you know, get, getting very explicit into the, uh, the walled gardens in terms of, of how, how you're activating there differently than, than you're doing today. And so as that all progresses and moves forward, we're also at the same time going, all right, this is how, you know, that signal loss that you're going to have is going to be present everywhere. So how are we going to adapt to measurement and insights to, you know, along the way? So as you're making these changes and you're testing these platforms and you're figuring out what the new norm is going to be, what your new operating model is going to be, Give confidence that it's working appropriately. So I, I think I think that to just attack one versus the other is a disservice. I think that really there's a lot that's happening here um, that is specific. You know, that both of those topics have to progress at the same time. Makes total sense. And and MCP is a big Google shop. Um, you mentioned the walled gardens. Um, do you find a lot of advertisers able to accomplish uh, much of their targeting measurement within that Google ecosystem? Or are you finding that you're augmenting that with other other pieces of technology? Or how do you kind of see the walled garden and then walled gardens and the rest of the internet coexisting? Yeah, I think, uh, so certainly there's always a lot of, you know, every client we work with is a little different in terms of what set, what vertical they're in and, and how they have to, you know, do they have a lot of data to work with, uh, or, or, you know, or, or not? So it, I see a lot of um, differentiation there in terms of the go-to-market tactics. I, I I feel like you know there's a ton, specifically for like the Google pipeline, like what they're building out and what it looks like it's going to turn into specifically when we move from these these proposals and betas into actual working products. It looks pretty. It looks pretty interesting. It looks like there's going to be a lot that. We could do differently within the Google Stack. Our brands could think about how to leverage the Google Stack a little differently. That that's going to achieve um, a lot what they want to achieve. But at the same time, I'm also seeing okay, there's still avenues and pockets of 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 other ways of activating outside of say outside of say Google or Facebook um, or any of the other you know social media platforms where there really is going to be some great opportunities. For you know, advertiser to publisher direct type of um, type of activations and thing. I, I think I think it's really important for brands to just think about. There's not going to be one solution that's going to overtake the other ones. It's like it's going. I think it's going to be a lot like how the world is today. It's just there's going to be more um, uh, more uh, com, you know the, the the specific the specific avenues are going to look a little differently. Um, and by that, I, what what I mean is. Um, there's not going to, if you're working with five or six different partners today or solutions, you're probably going to be working with that many in the future. They're just going to be operating differently and there could be some different mm -hmm. ones. So yeah, I, I, I think there's still a lot of, a lot of avenue here for 
or having a multi, you know, having a multiple partners in the mix. That makes total sense. And thinking about that long-term strategy, is there, if you had to guess and pick one piece today that you think will be most similar five, 10 years from now, like, of course, there's going to be a lot of stuff changing. There's going to be new opportunities for um, advertisers to target and, and measure. What do you think won't change though? What do, what do you think will be most similar um, in the future? Is there a tactic you deploy today where you tell your advertisers, uh, you can bet the farm on this because we'll be doing this for, for a while? Yeah, I think that's a great, that's an interesting angle on it. I think uh, a contextual, mm. uh, I, I feel will will end up being, um, you, you know, the, the, the value that that brings today will be the value that it brings tomorrow. Uh, and getting really good at understanding where how to optimize a, a contextual targeting plan is going to be, a, I think, a key a, a key aspect of the playbook. Um, uh, the uh, you know the all, with all the aspects of terms of connected television and where identity can be or where for, where organizations first party data can be utilized to make connections across the different platforms at that first party data level, assuming that there's a, you know, a, a cookie-less connection between that and the and, and, and publisher. I think anything, that's, anything that brands are doing with that today, I think that's gonna be a, another prominent um, aspect um, to, uh, you know, to the future um, for sure. Uh, and then, you know, also I think, you know, getting really smart around where we should be placing media from a geography perspective or, if any way that you can, you know, any way that we can still identify, you know, where high value prospects are in that, in that whole, you know, in, you know, in, in that evaluation, those principles are going to still, I think are still going to absolutely, uh, you know, maintain moving forward too. It just the, the methods of execution are going to be different, but the concepts are going to be kind of the same. It makes sense. And the concepts you're talking about are some fundamental concepts, right? That um, smart advertisers have been on top of for years, owning your customer data, making the most use out of it as you can. And then managing context and geography is a decades old practice that, like you mentioned, is right now getting um, kind of some fresh life breathed into it, it feels like. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, um, I think the foundational, uh, uh, figuring out the, how the, ba the basics of just understanding how, how, how your data, how, how your media is affecting customer behavior and having that to be like more of a focus of the signal of, of performance is going to be a truth set moving forward. Um, I think in the past we've been everyone, you know, we're so reliant on what the ad tech platforms are telling us what, what's happening and the truth that they're, that they're giving us. I think what's going to happen now, you know, you need to have a really good understanding of, what, of how your media is cha changing your customer base and have that customer base be the signal more so. And I think that's going to, I, you know, everything old is new again. Type of uh, type type of thinking. I think is we're going to we're going to find that there's some old school fundamentals that 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 will that will be our, our guiding light. Sure, I, I love that. Um, related to your dynamic um, as a consultancy working with advertisers, do you find a lot of your customers are coming to MCP looking for you to lead the conversation around this? Do you see that as kind of the role of agencies right now? Um, broadly, or, or do you find yourself pulling in a lot of tech partners? Do you find yourself making asks of your advertiser clients for them to take a bigger role? How do you kind of see the um, the leadership role of the agency relative to your tech partners and your advertiser clients? Yeah, so I think it's the, it's been a mix. 
I think we're still spending a lot of time for, for as many, for as many three-year roadmaps that we are delivering for clients for, to, you know, here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. And this is how you got to think about all the interconnected pieces and get moving on those roadmaps. Uh, we're doing just as much education and awareness of why you need to have a roadmap. So I think, I, so I think this means, you know, I, I think ever, I think advertisers are, um, not everyone's on the same page with understanding what are the what are the business implications that I need to be prioritizing in this topic right now? Because I, I think there, uh, I think there for as many of you know we all talk about like like the doomsday cookie cookies going away and everything's going to come crash to Really, a lot of these fundamentals that we're going through that we're talking about in terms of strategies are great new ways to drive business and value for the organization because it's built on some some stronger fundamentals. So I think there's a uh, I, I, you know, to answer your question, what's, you know, when we get brought in, what's going on, we're doing a lot of education, we're doing a lot of like the level setting um, across the board. Uh, I think agencies, I think just, um, just by my, you know, like what we do, the plans and the strategies we can deliver are only as good as the client being able to then rally around and take this on and own it and move it forward too. So I think agencies have uh, have a role here of maybe laying out this is everything you're going to have to be concerned with and we can help you all those, you know, with all those steps, but the clients, the advertisers, um, or publishers in, in, in some regards, they have to be completely bought in and they have to be dedicated to that change too. Cause otherwise I think, you know, like, like when that happens, I, I, you know, I've seen some really, really great outcomes when there's imbalance there, there's slower progress, slower momentum. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, so there needs to be a partnership between all the all the partners involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the point you made a minute ago about um, the the way that changes in the ID landscape have been a forcing mechanism to just get people to talk about their advertising fundamentals and do things that are fundamentally good for their business, regardless of if and when Chrome um, finally you know puts the final nail in the cookie coffin. But mm-hmm. I think it's a great point. All right, let's move to our final word. What is your read, John, on our preparedness as an industry as a whole? Um, attentiveness to the cookie list problem. It's gotten a lot of headlines in the trade publications, but as somebody whose job is to lead digital transformation, do you think the industry is making steady progress? Do you look at your peers and feel you know, pleased and confident about the future of our industry? Or do you think we're be on the verge of being caught flat-footed? <laughs> All the above, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would, so... This time last year, it was I was I was a little more skeptical about how all the pieces are going to start to fit together, um, because there's you know I'll just I'll just we'll talk about Google um, coming off a of flock talking about topics talking about all these proposals of the privacy sandbox all these ideas that 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 need to you know some in some cases magically come together it was hard to look at that a year ago and go okay I can see this all coming together. Um, as we're getting a little closer and there's been more development with some of these um, these new ideas, I'm starting to see a little more light light at the tunnel. Go, okay, we're getting, we're able, it, it at least gives me the ability to go from like, on the ground talking about high level theoreticals of what we can expect to happen to, okay, here's here's some tactical steps that we can see we can start digging into now to get ready for that. And I think that's been a little bit of a shift. So I think I think we're doing a little bit better as an industry of kind of getting closer. Um, 
there's been a lot of uh, a lot of um, recent focus on leveling up the education awareness around the role of data clean rooms, kind of trying maybe normalize that. I believe IAB is going to be releasing some standards of 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 what of what a clean room is and and how they how they operate. And I think that would be great because that's going to help clients understand. Oh, I get it. This is the role that that's going to have. In, in this in our in in our activation stack, so I see some pieces coming together here where where you know getting a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but to use your your you know, your example, you, you refer to this as the quick of this now. It really is the quick of this now. I mean these these are these are strategies that um, and and yeah these are strategies that organizations can be taking taking advantage of. Um, in, in their transformation like now. So versus versus waiting uh, later on. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm a little more optimistic at this time than I was this time last year uh, on, on where things are at. That's great news. That's, that's encouraging. I don't know. I, I'm curious of your point of view on that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll start um, with, with what you said is that pieces of it are true, right? I mean, uh, some folks to my left seem flat-footed, some folks to my right seem potentially two steps ahead. Um, I'm certainly encouraged a lot of the advertisers and agencies that I speak with have centers of excellence where they've dedicated folks to thought leadership and um, road mapping and architecture as it relates to dealing with changing digital ID landscape. So I feel like there's the right conversations are happening um, are the right technology pieces in place? Uh, everything feels a little complicated to me right now. Um, so some of the themes that you hit on about dialing in the basics um, before we go uh, to very tech-driven solutions that are, are potentially hard for practitioners to understand, uh, definitely been, been a focus of mine and um, a lot of the folks I've been speaking with. I, I agree. With, I, I really agree with that. I think that's a, a sign of when you look at organizations, I think a key element of organizations that are two steps ahead are the ones that have also understood the connection to the fundamentals because that's because that enables them to be two steps ahead. Uh, the ones that have, that haven't connected all the dots yet, I think they're, you know, uh, don't have the ability to be two steps ahead. They're, they're still struggling how all, all, how all this kind of fits together. Hmm. Maybe they jumped in in the deep end. Perhaps, perhaps. I see. All right. Well, I think that's a pretty good note to end on. I'll give you one more shot, John. Is there um, any advice you want to give to folks who tuned in, cookie lists or otherwise? <laughs> uh, keep keep asking questions. Get ready for a lot of experimentation, and and focus on the areas in your organization where you, where you need to dial up the levels of change, maybe internally, to enable the the you know your yourself and your org to identify what is the right next step for us and start putting that one foot in front of the other. Really well said. Thank you so much for joining me today, John. I super appreciate it. For our audiences, if you enjoyed this conversation, go ahead and click the subscriber bell on my profile to get notified upon future posts. And if you want to learn about the fastest way to get the benefits of ditching cookies in your ad targeting, drop me a DM or head to sugarfreeadvertising.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.